1: Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
2: This hour of Late Night with KJ, sponsored by New England Kubota Dealers and Ahern Equipment and Spencer Mass.
3: This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI.
2: They're heating up. It can't cool down. Late night, WEEI, KJ 617 779 7937. Let that play, Justin. Because they pulled a magic act today in Detroit, the Red Sox did. Oh, the fan base was about to lose it. If there was another loss today, you can turn it down. Justin, how are you, my man? Thank you so much for being here. Fun night here, as always, here at Late Night when I'm in here. Uh, still to come, uh, the Brooklyn Mitches and their fans uh, started screaming, we want Boston. That's coming up at 10.15. Plus, scared money don't make none at 10.45. A chance to win 50 grand just off of a couple of play-in games. The play-in games can pay out some nice money. That's this hour here on Late Night. Let's be honest. Going into today's game with the, the Tigers, and <laughs> thankfully these, these games have been played at during the day. Because, let's be honest with you, if the Red Sox found themselves in a pos- position of getting swept tomorrow by the Tigers, it would have felt worse than the opening season uh, sweep to, to Baltimore last year. It would have been worse. And so through five innings today, there was this feeling of like oh gosh if there's one thing that the Red Sox are supposed to be able to hang their hat on is swinging the bat and nobody's swinging I mean listen to some of the averages now granted they, they did better today but after today listen to some of these averages Kike Hernandez 095 well they would that's not even 195 that's not even that's not even uh the the other name that Outsiders call 128. 095. J.D. Martinez, 250. Dahlbeck, 143. And I would say that's kind of on par. Carlos Arroyo, 111. Make a wish, huh? Verdugo, not bad at 278. Aruz, all zeros. It was looking ugly. But the one thing that we thought was going to be kind of ugly that's kind of become like the kissed frog that's become a prince is the pitching. Here's Alex Cora on Rich Hill and Garrett Whitlock, the the Magic Dragon.
4: Efficient Whitlock was. Do you think part of that was the different look from hell that they were just off? Do you think that played into it? I think his stuff is that good. Um, there's a reason we we like them together. Um, you know, I can even at one point in the offseason, we were talking about Sale and how in the same role, right, lefty righty. They're going to load up with uh with righties against Rich, and he can get them out, and then we can turn the page to to Whitlock, and we get a lot of good matchups for us. So um, I think both of them, they complement each other well. You know, 88 with ride, and then 94, 95 with that stuff, obviously. So um, it's a good plan. You know, um, it's just a matter of how long we can do it. 617-779-7937 or the
2: text line 37937. Do you think this pitching staff can sustain what's been going on so far? Because actually, they've kind of held together all right. But I'm still concerned. Rich Hill did only go four and a third. And a parody that I played last week and and Sunday as well. um, Kind of joked like, look, please, if the Red Sox don't have to go to the pen before 15 outs. But who sees Whitlock pitching four innings every other game? Like right now at this rate, they have Whitlock pitching 81 games. <laughs> They're already seeing the dependency. 264 innings not starting a single game, right? I I mean, clearly that's not what's going to happen. But you have to give Cora a lot of credit for managing this bullpen. If, if you knew that you were only going to go with four guys today when it seemed like, okay, if you didn't go with four guys yesterday, you're probably going with six today. That was kind of the theme. Spend the bullpen. Save the bullpen. Spend the bullpen.
3: Save.
2: Garrett Whitlock, four innings. Again, this is where you're kind of having to piece some things together. But as of now, even though the team is two and three, it could easily be 0 and five. It could definitely be 1 and four. If today a a rainstorm hit the middle of Detroit at about the top of the fifth inning, you'd be like, oh, man, don't tell me they're going to take a loss on a rain out because they've done nothing. So back to the bats. They've been slow. Now, Trevor's story is reported to have had the to have the flu, but we're like, oh my gosh, like already? Didn't didn't you just get here? <laughs> what happened? And now they're saying it's food poisoning. What what <laughs> which makes it even weirder, right? Because I mean I can tell the story. I don't care. My 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 students, my, my daughter's teacher had food poisoning. Like he was like, I had the sweats then the next day I was fine. I was like, "It sounds like food poisoning," but it's like, "What did you eat? The entire cow, like uncooked?" <laughs> like, I don't mean to, I don't mean to make light of anybody's potential sickness or whatever, but it something does just not seem to gel with that being food poisoning, and you've now missed your third straight game. And uh, we'll see if you're in the lineup tomorrow, because if you're not in the lineup tomorrow, then you miss a whole series. And I'm like, my goodness. Like whatever that food was, like don't eat anything from its food group, because the idea is, and 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 let's just call it what it is. When people have been screaming about the bats and justifiably so, when I went back and looked, I was like, aha! All these pitching staffs are starting to breathe easy at the six hole. Like, okay, six, seven, eight, nine, First ball's down the middle. It's not going anywhere, Jackie Bradley Jr. A rude. Bobby Dahl bag and hit some great foul balls, and missed the slider. And who sits in the sixth hole right now? Trevor Story. So by taking Trevor Story out of the lineup for the last three games, at the bottom of the lineup, it's like all you can eat if you're a pitcher. So that plays into it as well. So, yeah, Kike just got his first hit today. But you are talking about Debbie hitting 380, Bogarts is hitting 260, Martinez, 250. So even if they're not all over the ball, they're on the ball. But after that, it's going down, down, down. Verdugo, 278. So that's about normal. Here's Alex Cora on Rafi's offense that's going on right now. Rafi's been one of your most you know, consistent hitters so far.
4: In <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's not too much consistency right now with us, but... Uh... He is who he is. He's been swinging about well. Um, you know, he did a great job staying up the middle, understanding the situations, and um, you know, he is who he is. You know, he's a good player, and uh, we're very proud of him.
2: Yeah, we'll talk about Rafi and his money here in a second. 617-779-7937, the text line, 37937. KJ late at night, Paul in Westfield. Thanks for joining WEEI. Go ahead, man. Well, KJ, this
1: is... Truly ironic um, to put in perspective. You guys had us walking the plank with the pitching staff. Me and you were talking about how good our bats are. Yeah. Although we did win the Chandler Cup preseason best record. Then remember a couple of days ago, Jake, the pitcher that's new to us with the ginger hair. Jake Deacon. Yes. yes, sir. He, his first appearance, he walked in a run and then it hits the player. Then the next day. Crystal ball, kibosh, Cora puts him out there against the Yankees with a guy in first and third, and he strikes three of them out in a row. Thank you. And then clearly tonight, the Cora Cube did exactly what you said. Remember uh, Garrett Whitlock last year was called Sir Walk-A-Lot. He had like that craziest walk rate. Me, you, and uh, Barry had him walking the plank. If anyone can turn people around, identify a problem, and get the best out of them, it's Cora. And that's all I'm taking away because it's so early on in the season. So, you know, things don't always go as we expected, and sometimes we have to know our role and shut our pie hole. So, if the pitching comes clean and does good, and the bats, imagine what you just said between those three players. They're averaging like less than 200. One guy's zero hits, and one guy's less than one for 10. Wow, they couldn't hit the ocean from the dock. So, we only have a way to improve because they can't get any worse.
4: Paul,
2: man, thanks for the call. He's absolutely right. I'm kind of glad that the pitching has has not embarrassed or been the embarrassing story because that was going to be the narrative. But the narrative is now the hitting. And and Rafi's making contact. I mean, granted, he's put a couple out the park, but you're thinking like he should be doing everything, carrying the team. And I'm going to take you through the KJ Rewind Machine to just this past Sunday on KJ and Dondero, 9 a.m. to 11, where I talk about how much Rafi might be asking for. Hit it, Justin! i yeah i find the argument funny it's kj and don Darrow here on weei is when i hear people because honestly if i'm raffy devers and i'm looking at 10 years because i'm a young guy i go in there say 10 years 400 million and people are like oh there's no way i would pay that kind of money i'm like you're right because it's not your 400 million it's not your 400 million this is the guy who's going to get people to watch red sox games and other net in other markets this is the guy that when they start doing packages about the Major League Baseball and and, and what they do around the world and the Dominican Republic, this guy's going to be the face that money's going to pay you back handsomely in ways that the average fan doesn't see. They just think of ticket prices and food prices. you got to look at the big picture, television dollars and so forth, and, and Rafi Devers is kind of a bit of that future in that conversation where someone like Mike Trout, you can now start to make the argument and, and and we'll talk about like the overall money, which he's the overall money guy. Yeah, is that there are a lot of players that have outproduced, done more for their teams and for their market than Mike Trout has. So you, you can almost, like you said a couple of minutes ago, you could kind of thank the L.A. Angels for oversaturating the market for overpaying, um, because now a lot of these other guys who would never see this money, if, you know, people like Trout and Rondon and. And Paul Holtz didn't get those deals. that now deserve those deals because they're better than those players. Yep. I said Rafi probably wants 10 years, 400 million. All because Rondon with the Angels, who's been often hurt, his AAV is 35 million a year. And then Jeff Passan, I think on Monday, sent out a tweet saying, hey, according to reports, the Red Sox endeavors are at least nine figures apart. Nine figures. (laughs) Here he is on the K-Rod broadcast from Sunday night. Not close at all. And when I say not
1: close at all, I mean not close at all. In Rafael Devers' case, the, the gap in between the sides, I believe, was nine figures. Like, it's a significant, significant chasm between what Rafael Devers wants and what the Boston Red Sox at this point have been willing to offer.
2: So they probably, the Red Sox have said, Rafi, we'll give you 10300 300 And Rafi's like, give me that 10400 400 And there's your nine-figure gap that may exist. All because Carlos Rondon is getting $35 a year. See, Justin, isn't the rewind machine amazing here on Weei? I it's like, felt
5: like I was there. I felt like I was in this chair on Sunday.
2: This feels better than the Scooby Doo time machine or whatever they write. That's the mystery machine. Oh well, this is this is kind of like mystery meat. I don't know. Maybe Trevor's story should not take a bite out of the show. I am sorry, that's wrong. <laughs> All right, we talk Celtics next. They know who their first round opponent is after the playing tournament tonight and oh my gosh are the brooklyn fans so annoying that we want boston like you guys just had a team you guys just got a team over from new jersey now you're something special we'll talk about that next what the celtics have to do i've got an idea but first it's time to trend here on weei
1: the home for Sox fans
2: now here's what's trending on weei
5: Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Well, KJ, like you just said, the stage is set for the Celtics as the Brooklyn Nets defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers 115-108 in the playing game tonight. The
2: Brooklyn Mitches. The
5: Celtics will now host Kyrie Irving in the Nets this Sunday at 3.30. King Mitch himself. And speaking of those Celtics, head coach Ime Udoka was named as the Eastern Conference Coach of the Month. Ime also won the award in February. The only other head coach to win the award twice is Monty Williams of the Phoenix Suns.
2: And he just won Coach of the Year according to the coaches.
5: To the coaches, right. And the Red Sox defeated the Detroit Tigers 5-3 to today. Rich Hill got the start for the Sox as he went four and a third, allowing five hits, three earned runs, and striking out four. Rafael Devers went three for five with two RBIs, and Kike Hernandez broke out of his slump and got his first hit of the season as he doubled twice today. Garrett Whitlock picked up the win as he pitched four no-hit innings. The Sox and the Tigers will play the rubber match tomorrow at one ten p.m., Weather permitting, of course, there could be some rain in that one. With Nathan Nivaldi getting the start for the Sox, facing off against old friend Eduardo Rodriguez, Trevor Story is likely to miss his fourth straight game tomorrow as he is dealing with food poisoning. Did he eat the whole cow? Like, what? what? Is New York known for any, like, food in particular? Maybe he had something like that. I I don't know. You can catch that game right here on the WEI Red Sox Network. And the Bruins fell to the Blues four to two tonight, so he, they he will the now have to truck. wait. The food truck. That was <laughs> <laughs> The Bruins. They fell to the Blues four to two tonight, so they'll now have to wait until Thursday night when they host the Senators to clinch a playoff spot. That's what's trending now on WEI and
2: WEI.com. Trending Now is brought to you by Budweiser. Here's to your home field. Join W.E.I. And the Greg Hill Show live Friday morning, 6 to 10 a.m. at Fenway Johnny's Before the Home Opener, brought to you by Budweiser. Here's to your home field. T-Mobile has invested
0: billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today
1: Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Block out and
0: other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.
1: You're listening to WEEI Late Night.
3: On WEEI.
1: WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey
3: app. Ronnie, to answer your question on Boston? Yeah. Uh, they are playing well. I can state that, but it's still a big if factor. Because, you know, if those two play like that, and if they play defense, they can probably move to the second round. But if they don't, you know... They have a tendency of, of you know, when we watch the games, which Boston Celtics team is going to show up? Since the All-Star break, they've been playing uh, great. But what if they divert back to you know the well, old?
2: Why would they? But you know, why did why? No, do well, well, like I say it's uh, this. Like I said, uh, this going to be crazy playoffs in the East. You say that every year. No, no, Shaq, be honest with me. How many teams got a
3: legitimate chance to win in the East? I mean, in your opinion, three. Who? Three and a half. What the hell do mean a half? Miami is my half. Okay. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Okay. Brooklyn, two. Okay. And Philly, three.
2: Late night, WEEI. It's KJ. Thank you so much for being here. 617-779-7937. The text line, 37937. Do you think the Celtics are in trouble now that they have the Nets for the opening round matchup? That's Shaq saying, hey, look, hey, Defensively, I don't know if this Celtics team is the same team going into the first round. First, I'm going to take my shot at the Nets and their fans. Oh, gosh. You want to talk about New Jacks? You ask these kids, you know, hey, what, when, do you ever know when the basketball used to be red, white, and blue? And, like, could you name a player or a team that used to be in that league? They're like, I've never heard of that league. It's just like, damn it, the Nets used to be in that league. Bunch of Mitches. They were chanting, we want Boston. We want Boston. And the truth of the matter is, the Boston Celtics have to play 80s-style basketball against this Nets team. They're too finesse. They're soft when it comes to physicality. They're not a physical team. And this is where you have to show something different than what you've seen before. Grant Williams, the general... General's about to get out his artillery. Some of these guys on the bench for the Celtics. <laughs> Start practicing lifting that hand when they call that foul. Because the only way the Nets can compete is that they know you can't touch them. They just like to dance around. They're very pretty. I mean, think about it. As big as Andre Drummond is, this is not a guy that makes you scared to go to the hole. You have to punch these guys in the mouth. If MA is able to do that, then that would be the coaching of the year job because these guys are a bunch of marshmallows. Softies. Mitches. The Brooklyn Mitches. They should just take out the N and the E in Nets and just put M and I. Put a C in there too. Brooklyn Mitches. They're soft, but they're talented. And my concern for the Celtics is what happens when the whistle blows. And you now see more bench players than stars. And literally, this is where Brooklyn has an advantage. Get ready to see LaMarcus Aldridge again. Uh, a Big with some size who can pull people out. You're talking about Tice or Horford having to guard him or vice versa. That could be a tough matchup. Nick Claxton is shown to be very active around the rim with no Rob Williams there. Oh, please, can we get an updated report this week? With no Rob Williams there, I don't know who stops offensive rebounds. Goran Dragic is your backup point guard. Been a little bit nicked, but you've got veteran presence who can hit a shot, and you're not talking about a guy who has to worry about other lockdown defenders outside of Marcus Smart, because Marcus Smart's going to have his hands full with Kyrie Irvin for sure. Then, of course, you've got Durant, Kyrie, Seth Curry is on and off. Drummond's a big game is Sunday three thirty. Now I know you in, in my voice it sounds a little bit kind of like oh boy. Is not what you wanted to see. But if you're if they're still talking about Ben Simmons potentially still being part of the mix of things. This is what I'm talking about, the softness of the Nets. Here's Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN saying, Ben Simmons may show up for this round.
5: I know we've been here before with Ben Simmons this season, but if he continues pain-free the way he has and progresses, listen, there's the optimism around the Nets that they can get him back in the first round of their Eastern Conference playoff series if they advance out of the play-in. Mm. Even if it's just 10 or 15 minutes a game. They will take whatever they can get from Ben Simmons. Now, of course, that's contingent on him continuing to be pain-free, and he's got plenty more to ramp up to. He's just starting his one-on-oh. You saw the video yesterday from practice. Mm-hmm. But for Brooklyn, the chance to get Ben Simmons back, even in a very limited role, is real in the first round of these playoffs.
2: Aaron Naismith, I hope you got some hard fouls in you. Cormet. Don't be ashamed to go over the top. Raise that right hand or left hand, whichever one goes up quickest. The only way you're going to get to these nets is to punch them in the mouth. No, not physically. I am not. I hope you know that I'm not talking literally, but just figuratively, that the nets, you have to punch them in the mouth. They're soft. All that talent that I mentioned that would just be coming off of the bench for the most part, and they're still thinking, hey, we can also add Ben Simmons. That shows you a bit of insecurity or lack of defense. So if a team who's not very well known to defend tend not to be very tough, here's Perk on that Nets defense. I'm not sold, and I'm not sold on the Nets because of their defense. I know how prolific – of the scores, both Kyrie and KD are. But look, we keep talking about Ben Simmons and what he bring on the defensive side of things. Where the hell was Ben Simmons last year when they were playing the Hawks and Trey Young was torching them? What was that defensive stopper then? So I'm not sold on Ben Simmons just being a, this big defensive stopper when it matters the most. The last time I saw Ben Simmons in June, he folded on both ends of the floor. Yup. The Brooklyn Mitches. M I T C H E S Brooklyn Mitches. Look it up on Google. They're soft. You can't try and go point for point for them. Look, Celtics usually they will dominate a game if they put up 120. That's that's not that's not this series. Get ready to see some games in the 90s. Hard fouls make them think twice. What's up, Brooklyn? Step on Kyrie's sage. Do what's necessary to show these guys that in this league of pretty boy guys, they are the biggest mitches of them all. The Brooklyn Mitches. Now, in a serious note, I do want to send out my condolences to those who were hurt today. Uh, Just outside, like four blocks over from uh, the Barclays Center in New York City over that bombing today. Well, what what, what what not a bombing? Excuse me, but like a shooting and just something very weird on the subway. So, in that regard, outside of sports, it was good to see that they were able to continue on with the game and get people into the in, in, into the into the Barclays Center to watch them basketball. That's a good thing. But your team is still a bunch of mitches, soft. So I'm looking here like, all right, Cormet, Naismith, Peyton, you may have to get a little dirty because that's the only way to get to these Nets. 617-779-7937, the text line 37937. It's KJ. We're discussing the Celtics, and are you concerned about their matchup with the Nets? Let's go to Alex in Connecticut. Thank you so much for calling late night.
3: Hey, KJ, what's up, buddy? You, man. Hey, man, I don't know about you, but uh, after seeing tonight, I mean, I mean, the Nets do look pretty good. I mean, we know he's been good all season. The record doesn't really reflect that because of the injuries they've had. But uh, I, I feel like the Celtics messed up. You know, I feel like they should have really – I know uh, it's not really throwing, but, I mean, I really feel like they should have tried harder to lose that game and try to get a matchup with Toronto. I feel like we match up a little bit better with Toronto, seeing they don't have really the two all-stars like Kyrie and KD because uh, I feel like we're in for a, a mean one right now.
2: Yeah, I agree, Alex. Thanks for the call. Yeah, I give it to Brooklyn. They they seem to be taking it personal. Uh, but but actually, they have to call their mom first and borrow the dollars. That seems like the whole Brooklyn Nets fan base. Like all the guys who live in mom's basement. And there's nothing wrong with living in mom's basement. But your whole fan base. Oh, a bunch of mitches, Can't stand them. I thought I thought Knicks fans were obnoxious, but you know they 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 consistently. I, at least I give Knicks fans credit; they will still stand up with braggadocious and and have lost sixty games in a season. At least they still stand up. These Nets fans, oh my gosh, they're literally the one that. <laughs> oh, I don't I don't go to restaurants. I, I I use delivery service. Oh, I I've never talked to somebody. I've never physically asked someone on a date. It's always been on my phone. That's like the whole Nets. That's all of their fans and their fan base. God. Are you saying that because they
5: just started cheering for the Nets once they got KD and Kyrie? I, I or... mean,
2: it's amazing. Like I should sit them down and tell them how the Nets used to be so bad when I grew up in New Jersey that they used to give away tickets. All you'd have to do is go ask your high school basketball coach, hey, do you have any Nets tickets? And they used to give them out to high schools because nobody would go. And that carried on for years. Even those Nets teams that, like, someone had to represent the Eastern Conference when the Lakers were running things over at the beginning of the century. that was was horrible. I don't see them doing anything to help support Jason Williams while he's behind bars. I'm sorry I was wrong. Just these Nets fans. They're they're absolutely a joke, man. They couldn't even stay in New Jersey. Think about it. If If they'd stayed in New Jersey, they'd be the number one seed. Kyrie would be able to play. And literally, and this is this is what bothers me about that story too. It just feels like the mayor, Eric Adams, there in New York, gave in to the Nets. And they started screaming so Kyrie can get there and play. Forget about the first line responder who had to make a decision to say, I'm no longer going to work because of this is what I believe in. Or the nurse or the 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 medical technician that made a decision to to take money out their home to help some part-time player. A bunch of Mitches. And then the whole story that I was talking about last week with Brian Windhorst saying, hey, uh, there's, there's a story that maybe some Celtics are vaccinated and what if they face Toronto in the first round? My, my question is, you know, Windhorst, do you and Kyrie kiss on the lips or on the mouth? You'll figure that one out. I can't stand those guys. Bunch of Mitches. But they'll be there Sunday. That'd be great. That's, you're going to want to tune in to Don Darrow and KJ and Don Darryl month Sunday morning. Easter, I might have to do a one-act play of the resurrection of Kyrie Irvin. Well, Bring it, time, bitch. A, <sighs> I don't know what that was. That wasn't me that said that. But can you imagine this, Justin? Kyrie Irving, who thinks he's some type of savior, gets stuck behind a rock, and it's already been three days since he's been stuck behind there, and his sage won't burn him out?
5: Kyrie Irving must feel (laughs) some special way coming to Boston on uh, on On Easter Easter Sunday. Sunday. He must just feel like this was the stars and the moon colliding to make something happen.
2: Yeah. He's a rabbit, all right. And I hope the Celtics absolutely wipe their... With them, but yeah. If the Celtics don't hit the don't hit the Nets in the mouth in the first two games, like literally, this is a series where the Celtics have to win both games. I guess what would be Sunday, and then probably the follow up game would be Tuesday night. So if they don't, if they if the Nets come out of here with a one one split, oh god, I gotta hear those guys wearing athletic shoes that aren't athletic, you know. You buy your Jordans to play basketball in them, not just to hang out in them. They're, they're not dress shoes. I'm sorry. it's a little bit of get-off-my-lawn moment there. But, yeah, just you talk about the antithesis of fan bases. Blue collar. We want people to fall for rebounds. There they want sushi. They don't serve sushi here. What kind of, kind of establishment is this? And, oh. Ugh. Oh, bunch of Mitches. Can't stand them. I, I really, I I want to see uh, an a la for those who are older. If you're younger, tap your uncle on the shoulder or pull out Google. Just those battles that Detroit and Boston used to have when Detroit was making their ascent. Just grab people by the shirt collar. Hard fouls. Playoff basketball. Low scores. 95-89. If the Celtics can pull something like that off, then yeah, what they're doing is punching the Nets in the mouth because they're a soft team. Kyrie always want to do all this dancing in the lane. Uh, put an end to that. <laughs> don't worry, the floors wooden get up. It's not like you're playing on concrete. You know, guys take harder fouls on the concrete. Hard fouls, please. I don't want them injured. I just want them to recognize that they can't come out in their bedroom slippers. You know, there's a part of me that, I know there's probably some old school coach that you might know who just sits there and says, I still don't understand how those guys don't wear high tops. They're going to turn every ankle. I mean, the shoes are now thinner than like running shoes. But I, I would just love to see Someone bring back that early 90s, late 80s basketball to this first round series and hear all the complaining that will you know it's gonna be all over Twitter. That's not basketball. Look, if I gotta stop you from putting that ball in the hoop, hoop harm, I don't care. You're gonna get the three-pointer the old-fashioned way. Or have your or have your teammate shoot that other free throw for you. They need to go hard unrelenting to the Nets. If I'm MA, I'm playing video of these Celtics players shaking and hugging the Nets players at the end of last year's first-round matchup. Do you know what kind of disgusting taste will be in the fan base's mouth here in New England if the Celtics lose to the Nets again in the first round? Like I, I get the call, I, I get what Alex is saying, but at the same time, I can't be mad at, at Mao Doka saying, "Hey, look, you know, sometimes when you take your foot off the gas, you crash the car." And so, yeah, okay, yeah, you drop down to four, and you and you, you know, but at the same time, you're like, "Hey, I have to make a statement to this team to say I might have something up my sleeve that Brooklyn isn't even ready for," and that's punch him in the mouth, hard. Do I need some anger? Do I need some anger classes or something. I need like an anger refresher course. Smart girlfriend. Yeah, that's that. That was it. That was an angry. That was an angry break there. But I'm not sorry. Got a bunch of guys. We want Boston. We want Boston. Probably never picked up a ball in their life. Oh, I love KD because he used to be with Steph Curry, and I love Kyrie because. Uh, well, I don't know why I love Kyrie. Kyrie pretty much gave up on your team this year, and now you're going to worship the guy. Bunch of Mitches there in Brooklyn. Where Brooklyn at? Behind that Mitch preposition, that's where they are. All right, still to come late night here on Weei. Next, scared money don't make none where you got a couple more play-in games tomorrow, a chance at up to $450,000 on one parlay. I'll tell you about that. Uh, Plus, I'll get to your calls next as well. We still got the Bruins to talk about who are like, oh, they're they're on the shoot side of shoots and ladders after tonight. Hang out. Plenty more of Late Night to come here on WEEI.
1: Now, back to it. WEEI Late Night. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey
3: app.
2: Yeah. Da 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 da. da. Late Night. WEEI is KJ. Let that rock out, Justin. We're, we're not running anywhere. This is still the first hour late night. We still got another hour. What you say, Lenny? High speed, high speed. Auto drive. Well, we run All right, you can turn it down. No 617-779-7937. The text line is 37937. Oh, what a what a deep discussion regarding the Celtics and their upcoming series with the Nets so much that Paul in Plymouth wants to join in. Paul, thank you so much for the call. You're on WEEI.
3: Hey man, what's going on? Thank you Good for to the be call. With yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Anytime, man. Um, so I was uh, you know obviously watching the Masters this weekend and I was chiming in that Bucks game and I was just they, they definitely tanked that game. So I'm thinking the Bucks I think the Bucks were afraid of the Nets. They did not want to play the Nets. I mean, as far as them resting players, you know, you've already made the playoffs. They're going to have those playing games. That takes almost a week. Yep. So you got the seven and eight, you got the seven and eight and the nine and ten playing. So that was a thing, but uh, I just think I, I guess I changed my mind. I think the Celtics are going to take it down the Nets.
2: What? How, how many how many how that. many how many games do you think it will take for the Celtics to beat the Nets? Oh
3: God, I'm going to say the Celtics in seven. I, I think it's going down the wire. Yeah, but just it's, Milwaukee. They they come. Out, I know they won the championship last year, but they screwed it out. They lost that game on purpose. They ducked the Nets because I, my basically the point for my call is Milwaukee. They weren't resting their players. They had plenty of rest left. They were ducking the Nets. They did not want to play them, and the Celtics were like, "Okay, we'll play them."
2: <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we I mean-
3: play the Bucs.
2: Yeah, yep. I, I agree, Paul. Someone someone's got it someone's gotta take, you know, choose that girl or guy at the dance. Someone's gotta choose somebody. <laughs> and so I appreciate Unfortunately,
3: it. Unfortunately, no one chose me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Thanks for the call. Thanks, man. Yeah, remember, always choose thyself first. Oh, yeah. If the Celtics can punch them in the mouth, it's gonna be impressive. And they'll have a lot they'll have more questions about the the Nets than they will about the Lakers. <laughs> and Ben him and suddenly his back hurts again. Bro, it's the offseason. You're fine. All right, 37937, let's get to some of your texts. What's the first one?
5: We got this one from the 508KJ, and this is what we were just talking about during the break going back to Kyrie. In regards to giving them the hugs and stuff after the game, I completely agree. I'm done with the hugs. If you like Kyrie, you can go explicit. a couple swears in there, and they should not be hugging at all, and I'm all set with it. That's what he's saying.
2: Yeah, I get, I get, I totally get that. I don't want to see hugs when you know you have to punch this opponent in the mouth. I, I want these Celtics to go out and either take these guys out in six, preferably, you know, and just get physical with them. Just, just show them how soft they are. There's no room for hugs after that. No handshakes after the game. The series is over. Go bye. Got a plane to catch, bus to catch, whatever. I don't even know if Kyrie could fly a plane, right? Like he's probably the guy that doesn't, you know. I'm not going to wear a mask either. I am I am professed to be great. And so, therefore, I will fly on this side of the plane. Kick rocks, fool. Bunch of Mitches. All right, another text.
5: From the 603 here, Mookie was a better all-around player than Devers, and they wouldn't give him $400 million. Devers needs to drastically be more consistent defensively to get an insane contract like that.
2: Yeah, that's all good and well until the rates go up again. It isn't so much about how much you think he's worth being paid, is who else is being paid a high number like that. So if you're Raffy Devers agent, you sit there and say, Yeah, our guy's better than Rondon and his AAV is 35. So yes, I know people were upset. You know, people are like, No, there's no way you keep Mookie for 35, and some people believe, hey, look, look where it is now, but at the same time, Mookie has won a World Series ring since then, and if the Dodgers are okay with paying it, because they still pay it, that's okay. But the, the realness of this is, is that if you had to take Rondone or Rafi Devers for the next 10 years, who do you take? The answer is Rafi, and it's going to cost you more than 35 AAV. All right, that's it for the text so far.
5: And we got this one just coming in from the seven seven four. Celtics and six, KJ.
2: I like that. That means that means they're punching them in the mouth. Right? Because if the Celtics take them seven, ah, some finessings going on. If I'm M.A. and I'm Brad Stevens, I'm on the phone with the league office. None of that Euro foul calling stuff, you know? If the dude gets hit, it's playoff basketball. None of this whole fakeness, these Mitches of the Brooklyn Nets, Brooklyn Mitches, I can't stand them. All right, let's do some money. Let's get you some money on some parlays here. Hit it.
4: You were scared, huh? Don't be scared. Don't be scared.
3: Scare money don't make none. The best role I ever had. Scare money don't make none. I like this one. One dog goes one way and the other dog goes the other way. Scare money don't make none.
2: All right. Play-ins. You got two more games tomorrow. And if you want to lay some money down, I've got a nice parlay for you on two games. And because even though the bits called scare money don't make none, I always give like the high number for, for you to obtain, like think about how much you could get. Think about this, Justin, in squid games, and this is just as a referral point. If you played every squid game at a thousand bucks over last season, right, you would have spent out forty-eight thousand dollars. Okay. But if you hit on that Chargers Chiefs on that Chargers Raiders game, right, you would have won like one point eight million dollars.
5: I was gonna say you ended up positive on the squid yeah. game. So. so on
2: positives. Plus, plus $1.4 So that's the idea with scared money as well. But this time, I will give you different numbers. I'll give you what the $1,000 bet pays out, $110. So if your $10 is scary, I get it. T's are the times. Hornets, Hawks. Take the Hornets over the Hawks in the upset. After I saw this team play the Nets two weeks ago, Isaiah Thomas was such a key factor in the... Fourth quarter, hello. And I think that happens again. Hornets over the Hawks, plus 155. Hornets uh, win by one to six points, plus 450. LaMelo Ball has a double-double. Yes, I think it's going to be in points and assists, plus 100. Mason Plumlee under two and a half assists. I know Justin likes that one, right? The The little
5: hook. I love I
2: love the tiny <laughs> love the tiny point the little tiny hook the little baby arm right there plus 105 and Hawks score under 54.5 in the first half plus 360 one thousand dollar bet yields two hundred sixty three thousand five hundred eleven dollars fifty cents one hundred twenty six thousand three fifty one. Ten dollars, two thousand six hundred thirty-five dollars. So Justin, even at the ten dollar unscary but might be scary bet, ten bucks getting you two grand. Not too bad, right? Not and bad at all.
5: You know, it's a toss-up. It's a play in game.
2: It's a play in game. These guys both the both teams kind of relatively suck.
5: Well, there are a reason they're playing in it.
2: Yeah, but I think the San Antonio New Orleans one, it's 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 gonna be a little different. I I still take the Pelicans to win. Hold your nose when I tell you. Minus two twenty five, and yeah, not great value in that one. But it's, no value. You, can't but go, watch. you can't go against the Spurs. Well, then watch this though. Total points game under two twenty four and a half, plus one twenty. Right, because I don't see San Antonio putting a point, bunch of points on the board. Total points scored between two hundred and eleven and two twenty. So you're talking maybe one ten ninety one. We'll get you there. All right. Pelicans by 6 to 10 points. All right, so make it 111-110. (laughs) 111-102. We're bumping that thing up, right? We got to get it up there, right? Um, Plus 333. Pelicans to win by 6 to 10 points. And the first basket, Valcionis and New Orleans wins plus 650. There's the dinger because... A thousand dollar bet on that, one, two, three, four, five leg parlay would be out, Justin Shangley. Four hundred seventy-three thousand seven hundred twelve dollars and
5: thirty-three cents. And you're gonna go with the big, huh? Jonas Valanciunas to score the first bucket. Score the first bucket.
2: Plus six fifty. And they're the lowest ones. Really?
5: Yes, so you can either you know you can either get in a pass down low, a post up, grab a there rebound, you know, even a tip right. in. The guy yeah, averaged seventeen point eight points a game this year, right? To so.
2: so go right in the middle, right away, go after Poto, and you know get that plus six fifty hook. A hundred dollar bet would yield a payout of forty seven thousand three hundred seventy one dollars and twenty three cents. Ten dollars. Even if you're looking for a little
5: change, I mean, put 10 on the Valanchunas first bucket score and you got $65.
2: That's scared money. Did you, did, 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 well, I'm just you saying, how saying how I'm, you're, you're, right, pitch, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're pinching loaves. You're, you're worse than John Anderson on Gresham Keith when it comes to these lines. Okay, you're not worse than that. That's, I apologize for that because that's pretty intense right there. And some early betting series lines right now, 76ers over the Raptors, minus 190, no value. Mavs over Jazz, even without Luka, I say yes, I think he will be there. Plus 240, a little bit of value there. And the Nuggets over the Warriors, I, I just wonder how they stop Jokic. Uh, over a long series, plus 180. So, throwing in that 76ers-Raptors, you could get 13000 off of a $1,000 bet or $135 off of $10. But but that's scared money right there. I, did throw, I threw that in as, as a little teaser for those who are really scared, scared. And KJ, I do want
5: to get your opinion on this really quickly. I ran yes. down to Rhode Island and placed a bet the other day. Yes. Conference, or the to the NBA Finals... The exact game. Suns and Celtics.
2: <laughs> what was the plus?
5: Plus eight sixty. Uh, am I, I am I a Homer or
2: Yeah, that's a Homer thing. I mean, but you know, if you want your money to dance out the window like that, that's perfectly fine. But I think I had the exact as Grizzlies Bucks. I think that's what my exact grizzly bucks, and I think it was like plus six hundred. Which I think makes a little more sense. Second hour, late night here, WEEI with KJ, 617-779-7937. The text line, 37937. The Bruins going down, down, down. Next. Next.
1: Shaw's Supermarkets
2: and WEEI
1: have teamed up to give you a chance to win a VIP Boston baseball experience in the Shaw's Drive-Up-and-Go sweepstakes. You can win four tickets to a game with the opportunity for your child to be the junior broadcaster and announce the starting lineup, the parking, and a $100 Shaw's gift card. Enter now for your chance to win at weei.com slash Shaw's. And remember to check out the Drive-Up-and-Go grocery pickup service available at your local Shaw's. Shaw's, the official supermarket of the Red Sox network.